Promotional consideration paid for by the following. My name is Aaron Camaro. I am your rock and roll ring announcer and co-host of the Decibel Geek Podcast. Now, I know a little something about rock and roll, and I know a little something about wrestling, and I know a little something about podcasts. And let me tell you, if you want a rockin' wrestling podcast, well, you've come to the right place because this is Give Me Back My Pro Wrestling. Everybody, welcome to another episode of Give Me Back My Pro Wrestling. I am plain old yogurt still, <laughs> I guess. Someone, please, for the love of God, give me a name. Um, of course, we are joined by the professor himself, Jimmy Bad Street. That's me. And on this special episode, we are also joined for the full episode with the plastic chic himself, Jared. What's up, guys? Welcome to a full show. We don't want to work you too hard over here, but you know, we're going to put you through the paces. Hey, I, I know what he does for a living. He doesn't work that hard anyway. It's fine. <laughs> Mentally, maybe. Mentally, I don't know. Physically. Yeah. <laughs> My dad so, was the same. You know, he's a pharmacist too, as everybody knows, and he wasn't there for me as a child. So I can't imagine. No, I'm just kidding. He was awesome, dad. So yeah. well, <laughs> the thing that's funny is, I mean, obviously everyone knows you two are brothers and your entire family, there's like 17 pharmacists or pharmacy techs. Yeah. In the whole family. Yeah. yeah. It's like, but but where, you're, but, but where you're from, you had like, you could have either been a coal miner or a pharmacist. That's pretty much the only options I think you guys had down there. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That's pretty so, much it. So that, good, good choice, Jared. Uh, I think so. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. So you worked hard right. for it, didn't you? Yeah, he did. He went to like 12 years of school, I think, or something like that. That's, Almost. that's why he's got all the wrinkles. Like Tommy Boy went to a lot of school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those people are called doctors, Tommy. Yeah. yeah. All right. So this episode, as you can see, is our very first watch along. And this is something that Jimmy has mentioned since day one, at least off the air. And it is to watch the movie Body Slam. You're a big-time music business personal manager. Maybe a little down on your luck. But you're working on a big deal. Maybe things will change for you. Hi. What do you want from me? $67,811.19 to be deadly specific. You're making the big moves. Hey, Scotty, how you doing? No, no, whatever it is, the answer is absolutely not. I've been thinking about our relationship. <laughs> what relationship? Message for you, Mr. Smilak. But things could be better. Maybe you ought to branch out a little. <laughs> I need someone who takes no crap. Tough. Tough. Maybe you're on your way back to the top. Smilak at your service. We've got something for you. What's that? I pay. From the director of Smokey and the Bandit, 
Body slam. Do something! Stay right there! It's the outrageous comedy where wrestling meets rock and roll, and a loser becomes a legend. You don't need music to wrestle. You need... Lilac Smilac, what is that, a stomach disorder or a disease? How about this, Mr. Smilac? I should have stayed in the music business. You're a dead man, Smilac! And you heard it here, folks! I'm Rita! For the greatest president! Two top managers! I don't know about you, but I can't! Body Slam, starring the A-Team's Dirk Benedict, Tanya Roberts, Rowdy Roddy Piper, Tonga Tom, Captain Lou Elbano, and a host of familiar faces, twisted arms, broken legs, stubbed toes, fractured thumbs, aching backs, and lots and lots of laughs. Body Slam. I've never seen it. Oh yeah, you're gonna love it, man. You've got a good sense of humor. It's of its time. It's a comedy. It's light. It's not difficult to watch. It doesn't require you to, you know, like think hard about it. It's it's definitely of its time. So don't get mad at certain things, you know, listener out there. We we think the good outweigh the small amount of non PC stuff. But anyway, it, Body Slam is such a huge movie to me, especially me and my brother Jerry. You know, we grew up and we watched it and, you know, it was wrestling. I, there's two things that I've kind of lived my life by uh, wrestling and rock and roll. So this movie has both. Plus it has Roddy Piper, you know, I mean. Oh, well, you, you got me then. You had me at Roddy Piper, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so this movie, like I said, I've never seen it, but I'm excited because um, it, it's got Dirk Benedict from. Battlestar Galactica and A-Team fame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Roddy Piper. Yeah. If you don't know who that is, you're on the wrong podcast. Right. <laughs> um, wrong place. Captain Lou. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Charles Nelson Riley, who I know mostly from Cannonball Run 2. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, w- he was on all those like Hollywood squares and the gong show and like, you know, things like that. And I-, I tell you the reason I think that he was cast partially is because he was kind of that character in real life in this movie. You'll see that. Mm-hmm. But this is a Hal Needham film. Hal Needham, of course, is best known for Smokey and the Bandit. This is actually his last theatrical release. Really? Yeah. So there's other things that'll, you know, pop up as we go. But basically, because of a fight between Dirk Needham and the writers and the producers, who were a couple of lawyers that wrote the screenplay, and basically Dirk Benedict got into a fight that Roddy Piper had to break up like a shoot. And uh, yeah, and so it led to a lawsuit. So this was going to be released in theaters in the summer of 86. Okay. And because of the fights and the lawsuit and everything, it led to it being delayed until May of 87 and basically what ends up happening is you know it was a direct to VHS release in that so that not only killed its theatrical run basically they just gave up on it and then you know the lawyers and producers didn't really care after that point and you know so it's kind of sad but Dirk actually received really kind of critical acclaim for this role I say critical acclaim because that was the only thing the critics liked just about oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, 
anyway, there's some fun stuff coming up. You guys will like it. One thing I will say is there is seven WWE Hall of Famers in this movie. So y'all, if they're cameos or whatever, but you just let's count them as we go. Okay. Count to law. So, seven Hall of Famers. And the other thing I'll say is Dirk, it was my favorite character on the A-Team. He was face. This is basically face as a wrestling manager. He, you know, was a little bit one-sided on that. But basically the reasoning behind that, I think, is because they filmed this between seasons of the A-Team. So mm-hmm. anyway. Now, yeah. also Hal Needham, also known for the movie Megaforce. Okay, there you go. He so, was in that one too. So yeah. Yeah. Can we get Dirk awesome. on for an interview? I mean, I would love that. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy, you, work that out, would you please? Work that out, Jimmy. Do you know, like, there are podcasts on this network that would cry in a river if I did that <laughs> <laughs> before they did. <laughs> um, see if you can get him, and I'm still hoarding out for Dan Housen. Yeah, yeah, we'll get Dan Housen because he's going to be the next Ernest. That's my goal. The next Pee Wee Herman. The I, next. I, I want. You know, I want him, and I want Mick. Well, yeah. I mean, if we're talking uh, grail, I mean, I mean if yeah. we can get those guys, then I'll I'll shut up and quit asking. I mean, hey, well, just keep asking, and I'll try and do what I can. But anyway, they just heard when you introduced the body slam. I played the actual trailer for the movie, so they heard mm-hmm. that they got a little build up here. But basically, it is free on Tubi. Okay, so we're gonna do our very best to count in, count out hit go at the same time. If they're a couple seconds off, you'll get the point. But basically my idea behind this is it's like DVD extras. You know what I mean? Like when you would hear the cast and everything talk while the movie was playing. Well, my idea for this is because they love our podcast out there in listener land. They'll uh, want to hear what we say. So, so this is more like the, was a criterion? The version mm. is the, the old school stuff would be criterion. Cause that's what this is. Yeah, the only release of Body Slam through Criterion. <laughs> Laserdisc. <laughs> yeah, I love it. So this makes us the, the greatest, greatest movie, movie podcast, podcast about wrestling in, in the, the world. world. Exactly. <laughs> All right, well, let's take a quick break then. When we come back, we will get into the movie Body Slam, and you will listen to us jackholes talk over it. Body of. Slam. This is Charlie with Give Me Back My Action Movies. And Dan. Join us every two weeks as we dive into the classic action movies of the 80s and 90s. That's right, Charlie. But we also take a look at some of the current films out there that still has those nostalgic feels for us. Exactly. So make sure you find us on all your major podcasting platforms. And check us out over on Facebook. We have a group where the conversation's always going 24-7. We're having a good time. I think so. I'll be back. Hey guys, this is Wolfie D from PG-13. Check out my podcast, Live and in Color with Wolfie D, every Monday at noon. We're talking Memphis, we're talking ECW, WCW, WWF, everywhere that I've been. We even have some great guests, some Hall of Famer on the show with us. Every Monday at noon, Live and in Color with Wolfie D. Okay, we're back, and we are right. Re- I've got my popcorn. I've got my red vines. Actually, I don't have red vines. No one likes red vines. <laughs> and I'm ready and raring to go to watch Body Slam. Now, I have to say, before I watch this movie, my favorite movie about pro wrestling is The Wrestler. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great movie. However, this might top it. 
Well, I mean, you know, are you talking about the Vern Gagne, Ed Asner, the wrestler movie? No, I was talking, no, I was talking about the, uh, Ram Jam. Oh yeah. That little movie. I think it was direct to DVD, right? Something like that. Yeah. That movie's amazing. Yeah. He's a B level guy. So yeah, I will say this. Yeah. Before we hit it, I will say this. If this is gets a good response and that the listeners really enjoy it, we'll watch the wrestler. I don't care. I mean, we can open up a whole other avenue of shows for it. I just thought about something. You in your indie wrestling days, your managerial gimmick was a chic. <laughs> yeah. And now early on the chic on this show. Yeah. Early on. Yeah. Isn't that hilarious? I have chic gear that Jared can go grab at any time and use it. So, Oh, good. We use that for promotional. Uh, yeah. If he real. ever needs it, you know, so, all right. Uh, Are you, uh, anyway. Okay. So chic, you ready? So I'm you've ready. got to be pulled up. Yep. And everybody's found body slam. It's super easy. It's the only body slam on there. So, Whenever you're ready, okay, from three, we will hit go. All right, for our first countdown, here's my son, Cash Street. Three, two, one, go! Awesome. Hear that? that Orion's kicking in. Yeah, the Orion. Man. This is an old Orion movie right here. Yeah. Old Orion logo. I know. I love that. Such. There's your boy right there. (laughs) Hal Needham film. So like I said, last directorial, you know, that got a chance to be in the theater. Everything else I think went on to be in DVD or TV films. Body Slam. That's Helvetica, the font. <laughs> oh, this music is fantastic. Yeah, you got to love it, right? You got to think the Vince of like the later days would have loved to have had this as a movie tied to WWE. Oh, totally. All right, look, that car he's driving is the car that Face drove around. In the, in, no, he drove a white version, didn't he? Yeah, well, I think this was Magnum TAs. I mean, Magnum PIs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Both of them. Maybe Man, there's some... There's some names in this, though, so far. Oh, dude, yeah. And what's funny is Captain Lou Albano plays Captain Lou Morano. Oh, geez. <laughs> real, real stretch. Ooh, there's a Fatu in this. Okay. Yeah, that's old man, boys. That's a uh, Tonga kid, I think. Um, ah, okay. You'll see a couple others, too. Yeah, that's Moses Tyson Jr. with this song. The car phone. This is classic. Jared had one. (laughs) (laughs) And that's 24. No. Yeah. (laughs) This is a Jimmy Street move right here. Back in the day, though. Yeah. Yeah. If you and I were in the car when we were growing up, Jared, I'd be like, let, let me get let you get out and her get in. Yeah, that's exactly right. It's... <laughs> anyway. And I'd be like, it's... I'll squeeze in the back back here. No. <laughs> the drugstore's just up the road. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, probably Malibu. Got the Pacific 
ocean to the got some yeah palm trees there yeah it looks nice yeah 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 this actually has some legit names attached to it especially for back then and yeah. if you look at the cast lineup a lot of these people you will remember you'll be like oh okay yeah yeah like i screwed up before but billy Barty, he was in one of my favorite movies uhf right not weird owls vhs <laughs> no it was it was weird owls uhf no i you said vhs it's not a to watch this and eat my my corn dog dinner here as i'm watching yeah eat it every man. time every time i think of uhf i think of spatula city spatula city spatula city Check this out. Look. So the valet is grabbing it. And look at this. Oh, message for you, Smilak. He just gets served. <laughs> See ya, P.I. <laughs> you know what? Oh, I might have seen this with that name, Smilak. That was familiar to me. Yeah. You may you may remember it. Get his lawyer's name, Sheldon Brock Lesnar. No, I'm just kidding. Brock Meister. <laughs> that must be his secretary <laughs> poor thing look at this there's old Sheldon himself don't you love it that he's just got that random trainer that's like <laughs> kind of is that got um, the, Denise Austin a, no, <laughs> so, so it might be it's not it's not <laughs> Yeah, I don't think it is, but that would be hilarious. Good pull, Jared. Extra point for you there. <laughs> I, I don't. I'm not sure who that actor is, but I've seen him in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah, he's just that kind of. Yeah, you're exactly right. Character actor kind of guy. Advice on a few minor matters here. Before you go on, you should know I'm charging four hundred an hour to listen to. Whose voice is that? It, it's like he does cartoons or something. Right, right, right. Very professional briefcase there. Yeah. That ain't no Halliburton, though. <laughs> He didn't get a Halliburton until he was really in the professional wrestling. Yeah. I wonder how much a Halliburton would cost now. Uh, let's put our Google guy on that. I don't know. The loan documents were in Japanese, Korean. <laughs> I love that silk jacket. That's like a ring jacket back then. That's all. Yeah, it's like shark skin or something. I agree. He's got leather pants, too. Though. Yeah, of course he does. And a pink tie. <laughs> yeah. Late 80s. You got to love it. Everybody says neon is from the 90s. I'm like, no, it was from the late 80s, from what I remember. Yeah. I think 85 to 95 was like the 80s in my head. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Kind of was. Right. Is that, is that all about Hulk Hogan's run of 85 to 95? Kind of, and then Hollywood Hogan's after that? I mean, that's what we yeah. drafted from that. That's Everybody true. listened to the show and can't wait for all your feedback on it. 
Norton Wilshire. I mean, you have always had, but he's a pompous, phony windbag. Sorry, I'm doing that. <laughs> We're just going to have you do this episode. Mm-hmm. I can do, do it, it as Andre the Giant. <laughs> I was just going to ask you to do it as Andre. <laughs> Somebody asked me if we put an effect on that, and I was like, no, I didn't. I promise. I am the great pirate Robert. Is that his I am toy? here for your soul. <laughs> I am here for your soul. He like does something. <laughs> oh yeah, he now he's right. He's on the Listen back of a says. motorcycle. You seem bigger on screen, Mister Eastwood. <laughs> <laughs> Scotty's English Auto Repair. Uh, like anybody oh. notice the? Can we get a name? John Aston. Yeah. It's yeah. Gomez. Gomez Adams, the original. Yeah. Or as someone and else. Yeah. He was also yeah, on ahead. a night court. Yeah. And he was also the Goonies kid, Sean Aston's dad, right? Correct. Oh, yeah. Uh, doesn't look a thing like him, but. No. He was one of those that was like uber cool. And then he was like, not. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, as Gomez, he was amazing. And then just went, then he was just a weirdo. Yeah, well, you know, he, he got the parts, I guess. So, Springsteen himself. <laughs> so seedy. Wait until coming up here in just a second. Listen, there's going to be a lady. She comes over the loud screen or loud uh, speaker here and listen. <laughs> so he's setting him up with a girl, you know. He's ready to go back. <laughs> no, no, no. I do love that tie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> He's got a date for the show, but his wife's online one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Angeline is online too. <laughs> so who is that? <laughs> you know, it's funny, like Tell me that 18 movie. I love that 18 movie because I thought they cast it so amazing. Yeah. Yeah. The Jewish yodeling festival. But tell me Bradley Cooper was not perfectly cast as face. I mean, he looks like Benedict, you know, dude, dude, I love that 18 movie. I mean, with Bradley Cooper. I I mean, I think some people didn't like it, but man, I thought it was perfectly cast. Yeah. I'd rather went to the Jewish yodeling festival, listen to Springsteen. (laughs) <laughs> i do like some springsteen but we'll 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 agree to disagree so check this out all right coming up we're gonna have a run-in here from who the hell is uh, mr fuji knock knockoff yeah <laughs> what mr sanyo <laughs> <laughs> 
And of course, they've got him doing the uh, very '80s Hollywood accent oh, of the course, yeah. Asian guy. <laughs> the guy's acting his butt off, though. Just look, watch his face. <laughs> oh, pay no play. <laughs> So here we go. Is this kimchi? Does kimchi really mean no? <laughs> no, I think kimchi's a spicy it's a, it's a cabbage, vegetable cabbage, cabbage or something. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, here here come your buddies. There for a run in, Dan. Sixty-seven thousand eight hundred and eleven dollars and nineteen cents. Records. How about some records, man? No, sir. Here comes your boys. Oh, yeah, they are. Now, listen. Okay, listen. Here, he says. Listen what he says. Well, uh, maybe some uh, concert tickets. How about that? No? All right. Uh, T-shirts for the kids? Ah. T-shirts for the kids? Does he mean Roman Reigns? (laughs) Roman. Where's Umaga? He's somewhere around there, right? Yeah. And look at this very, you know, British put together car here that they're just tearing apart. Well, I wouldn't mess with them. I mean, me either. The wild Samoans. Love them. And then he can't get the door off his head. Wow, they're just tearing that plastic car apart, ain't they? Yeah. Would you, would you guys fight them first or Haku first? So it looks like we're getting an ad here. Hold that thought, Sheik. We'll be right back with more Body Slam after these messages. Okay, from time code 1226, we bring you back in with this countdown from the Plastic Sheik's daughter and my niece, Paisley Street. Three, two, one, go! All right. Classic. Another lavender shirt. Did he say dickless? Yeah. yeah. There's this. There's the guy who owned the car beating on the wall. <laughs> Convention center. Sit the hell down, face. Look at that old Pepsi machine. Old back Pepsi there. machine. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I, th- I think we had one of those at the uh, drugstore when it was out at the old shopping center. And that's awesome. My uncle Ricky. Wonder who Ricky could be. <laughs> they are. I know that voice. Yeah. There he is. But I don't know the haircut. <laughs> Little Pete Rose like almost. 
Oh, that guy's in a bunch of stuff too. That Tom McMillan guy. And he's always got a cigar in every movie. <laughs> cigar guy. Only the gates twice as much. I told your manager. Sheldon Brock Lesnar. Is that haircut? Is that haircut from when he was in, um, I guess, doing some stuff with Flair? Like Mid-Atlantic? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. But I, I mean... Well, because the WWE, the WrestleMania was 85. So it's just the way he grew his hair. Yeah. Put some earmuffs on it. Yeah. Yeah. A piece of the concessions. Yeah, yeah. No promoter's ever given anyone a piece of concession. Exactly. That might be what you got to pay is a hot dog and a handshake, but that's it. Right, right, right. My man have a t-shirt or a shoe deal. Vince McMahon would have a hairy smilex thrown in the river. (laughs) (laughs) Pat, Pat, drop him off in the ocean. Rick Roberts. What was uh, Hogan's name in uh, Rip? But what was his last name? Not Rip uh, Rogers, but uh, no holds. Anyway, I feel like his brother was Rick or something. I don't know. Doesn't matter. His last name was a fart. <laughs> Rip a fart. <laughs> yeah, with his weird, like, thumb. Th- Broken, I love you symbol for that he tried to do through no holds barred there, but a really big axe. No offense. Piper's a legit tough guy from everything you hear, too. I mean, like, yeah, talking about him breaking up that fight earlier on the set. I mean, <laughs> probably nothing, right? Yeah. Well, the fight in, uh, they live between him and uh, David Keith was real. Yeah, I mean yeah, they were I've, they were really stiffing each other hard. I've heard that. I've heard that it was like, I can hit you harder if you want me to, kind of deal. Oh, here he comes! Look at him, <laughs> Captain yeah. Lou. Who's that with and him? Jimmy. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Looks like Wolfie D, actually. He kind of does. Uh, Ivan Koloff? No, that's, uh, what's his name? Not, uh, not Joss LaDuke, but not, not, uh, uh, LaMarche. Mm. He's like the, anyway. This is hilarious. Watch this. Is that a disorder or a disease? <laughs> Jimmy the Weasel. That might be your job. Man, you know what? You may have messed up. Personal management at your service. You're kidding. You're, you're a manager. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, well. I'm smoking that here. <laughs> What's Piper just gives him a lift? 
puts him in the water. That's hilarious. See, if that were me, the tracksuit would be falling down and my whole ass would be showing and everything. So, <laughs> is, is that an Adidas tracksuit? That's definitely what that is. Well, Captain Lou's driving the Corolla DeVille vehicle there from uh, 101 Dalmatians. <laughs> That's the only way I could see that being described, actually. I don't know, even know what that car is, but. Let's call up Action Horror and we'll find out what kind of car that is. I just told you. <laughs> Dad would know that car down to like year and yeah. production run, probably. The 42 Plymouth. I was like, what? <laughs> she just say got serviced? Whoa. Yeah, yeah. Classic 80s rich lady. Thank Look you, Betsy. <laughs> Look at that crappy suit. I mean, that was great back in the 80s, though. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. Harry Smilak. He's like, don't applaud because I haven't done anything. Right through the nose. That's an earnest move right there. <laughs> What we got here. I love the shoulder pads. Yeah. That everyone's rocking. Girls, guys. Just all shoulder pads. It's like Road Warriors tribute here. Yeah. <laughs> Even Sheldon Brock Lesnar's got some shoulder pads. Adjourn. Have y'all ever adjourned anywhere? <laughs> to the bathroom. Not that I know of. <laughs> Let's all adjourn to the study. Don't worry, I'll handle it. <laughs> yeah, Tanya Roberts, ladies and gentlemen, Tanya Roberts. What else was she in? Um, this <laughs> and, um, maybe like a trickster video or something. I don't know, man. She was, she was a decently. She, yeah. Wasn't I don't, was she a bond girl? Hey top man. Faces. He said top faces. You might be onto something. I don't know. Kids put that in the comments. That shiny bathing suit. We need business guards, boys, so we can just pull them out like a douche like that. Yeah, yeah, we do. Are you calling M. Harry Smilak a douche? <laughs> <laughs> well, the way he pulled that card out was real douchey. Yeah, that's his gimmick, though. You need one of those, uh, like card up your sleeve things to come out with a business. Yeah. Company. Yeah. That's a good idea. Y'all figure that out. Norton Wilshire. Could they not get Tawny Katan for this? Yeah. She was still wet. I think from the rain and the car she was rolling on. <laughs> 
Tonga kid. Yeah. This is great. All right. So Tonga, this, this, I love this. So here, let me turn this up some. At the bargaining table. Oh, but enough about me. Tell me something about yourself, Tom. I mean, Tonga Tonga Tom. Right. right. I need someone who takes, takes no, no crap. All right, and so coming up, it's excellent, but we'll we'll get there when we are. Looks like a Fatu, does he not? Yeah, he does. No, definitely. Brothers of Fatu. <laughs> so that is the Uso's uncle right there. Literal uncle, not like cousin uncle or, you know. Why do you bring the card back? I don't know. It's a great point. You know, Roddy <laughs> did that earlier too. Roddy handed it right back to him. Like when he met him, it was like something that they looked at and gave right back. It was like, no, thanks, <laughs> but we'll keep talking. All right. This is excellent. So also that's his niece, by the way. So this is like me and Paisley hanging out in the gym with like, and all of a sudden, <laughs> look at this. Look, you've got a problem, Robert. What might that be? Barbarian. I hear you left the captain. So what? The captain's mad. That's his problem. It's not my problem. It's going to be yours because the captain doesn't like when this wrestlers leave. <laughs> and we don't like it when the captain doesn't like it. <laughs> and if we don't like it, you won't like it. <laughs> I've got a new manager now. I've got somebody else doing the talking for me. You know the Anyway, it, that guy has the darkest eyebrows I've ever seen. Tonga Tom. I mean, you're talking about T. Joe Khan. Yeah. Yeah. T. Joe, man, like I always got excited when I saw him and then I realized he wasn't a, <laughs> a road warrior or a power of pain or it was just T. Joe and he was part of Paul Jones army back. But anyway, I love how they walk off like arm in arm. <laughs> <laughs> Like, even closer than arm-in-arm, arm, you know? Like, yeah. Like, oddly close. Can you imagine at, being in a gym and seeing two massive dudes with mohawks walking down, like, uh, rubbing on each other like that? Sheesh. And they have Smodak. I just love Barbarian's voice. We've got something for you. What's that? Hey. Of it. <laughs> I hear something about pain. It's the brain damage. <laughs> we'll see you later. <laughs> if anybody notices that, they listen to the podcast all the way through. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you later. I like how they, yeah, they walked off with their arms around each other's necks like they're getting ready to go out and like have sushi, go see a movie. No, I mean, almost closer than that, man. Like, even closer than that. Like, this is, like, odd. That's all I can say. And then they add on weight that's not protected. <laughs> so those last plates could easily just fall right. Well, doesn't matter. He's like, get out of my way. <laughs> arm in arm again, basically. Yeah. Arm around shoulder again. Yeah, I don't even... It's like so weird. And, and you know, how Needham must have directed that too. Like he's like, get up on him there. Oh, yeah. of course. I want you two to really love on each other. 
<laughs> what the hell? I got excited for a second. It said VIP toy store, but it's like it's just cars. Yeah, yeah it's after your chic. Settle down over there. Come on. We know you're not used to this. Are you doing okay? Are you pacing yourself, buddy? I'm good. I'm hanging in there. Okay. All right. If you need a nap, let us know, okay? <laughs> <laughs> if I put my head down, just I'll put it on mute. <laughs> Los Angeles Memorial Sports Arena. Now, that's a famous arena right there. I'm talking like Piper used to wrestle there all the time, and a lot of the Samoan guys came through there. Pat Patterson uh, and Ray Stevens wrestled there a lot. This is a m- very important arena. Is this where Piper um, feuded with the Guerreros and did yeah. the Cucaracha? Yeah, La thank you. I meant La to say Cucaracha. the yeah he played La Cucaracha. The Guerreros were very popular here too. I learned something recently that I didn't know. So you know, like the the name of the guys were like Mondo and Chavo and Eddie, Hector. and then the, Hector. There, yeah, Hector. And then there was one named Gory. Mm-hmm. Do you know why his name was Gory? Because of a match? Well, because of how many types of matches that he bled in, basically. Oh, geez, really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, like, he apparently was like a bleeder and a half. <laughs> Double drop kick. There's hey, a high spot. Yeah. Rock and roll express move. I know, man. Wonder if they'll get Robert Gibson for the hot tag. <laughs> I don't know, but I I love the luchador tag team where they're just wearing white onesies basically and white masks and nothing else no yeah. Yeah. logos what was that was the medics was from WCW the USWA team? yeah go ahead what was that WCW tag team the ding uh, the, the the ding bell the bells ding, or something yeah something like or ding was it ding ding dongs yeah it was the ding dongs yeah Jim Hurd he's a genius oh yeah uh, I tell you, I tell you, Conrad, uh, he even had somebody with a hunks on their back so they couldn't be pinned. I tell you, that's why I lost my smile. <laughs> Can do a decent Andre, but a horrible JR. <sighs> Barbecue sauce. <laughs> Connie. Connie. Her supple cheeks. <laughs> anyway. Well, sooner. Yeah, boomer sooner. Look at him. Vic, Vic Carson. Yeah, that's your guy right there, Vic Carson, Dan. Is uh they dropped Nike right there. Is I guess the Jordans are getting ready to come out here. Like some of the first Jordans are coming out, so Nike's getting big probably right in here. I know. We need to tell them to buy us a couple pairs so they can hold on to them for us. <laughs> Just buy me some shares on Nike. Like, do you do you remember when I found a pair of ones at the beach at a Nike store at the beach, Jared? And I was like in my twenties. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah. And I think I Tom bought them off of me, or I gave them to him, or something. But an old friend of mine, and I I could kick myself. Look at that! I love that ring talk. Oh, that's awesome. And look at the little guy there. Just keep an eye on the crowd here. This is the funny part. Or not so funny, but so here's your boy. Ah man. <laughs> All on, the dude. bikers in the crowd. 
thank you, the chapter of the Hells Angels, for coming out tonight to Ring Talk. Can we rip the name Ring Talk off? Yeah. Yeah, we can. (laughs) (laughs) We can definitely do that. I I need need glasses like that. Yes, you do. I want some, too. Captain Lou Marano. Bless you, Lou. (laughs) Exclamation point. (laughs) The nuns. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to give a little sound to this. I am so honored to have you on the show. It's your pleasure. Thank you. And my next guest, he is a giant in his own right. Ladies and gentlemen, the magnificent Sid McCloskey. Now, Tim handles the smaller wrestlers in the business, and I know, Tim, that my viewers are very anxious to hear the long and the short of it. No more midget jokes, keep face, or I'll check you. He didn't change his voice much for Gwildor, did he? No. Does he got that, does that famous, that, uh, whatever instrument he played in Masters of the Universe? Yeah. The Cosmic Key? Thank you, man. You're welcome. You know, I I, I used to know something about action movies. That was a long time ago. What was that thing you did? Did you do something with action movies? Live and in action with Wolfie D. That was it, right? It was live and and in action with with Danny C. That's it. I love it. Danny C. Hey. Plain old yogurt might be getting an upgrade. Captain Lou. Yeah. I should have brought my Captain Lou LJN to have beside me while I watch this. Dude, what's funny is like I heard stories about him. Like if they if WWE was in New York, he was there. Even if he was on the show or or like well after just for catering. Like he would come to tear catering up like <laughs> up until he died. They said that he, if they were in the area and he was nearby, he was in there eating some dang on catering. <laughs> so <laughs> he's like, Vince, you screwed me out of so much money. I'm going to take it back in food. You know, was Captain Lou was like the Dwayne Johnson of his era. I mean, Look all, all the movies and stuff he was in back then. Yeah. And, and the stuff with Cindy Lauper, the whole rock and wrestling. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. Totally. Goonies are good enough. That video. I love that video so much. It's like they just had to cram wrestling into that because that's what she was doing at the time. <laughs> but it was, it was like barely any Goonies stuff, but just movie clips. But you know what I'm saying? It was like weird. Oh, wow. Yeah, did you see that sign? Yeah. The little midget guy. Uh, What was it he said, Dan? I'm just kidding. Things weren't perfect back then, you know? (laughs) No, well, no, of course not. Call that number, Jared. (laughs) Whoa, leather pants? Come on, Dirk. What's wrong with you, Starbuck? Yeah. Those are probably uh, Starbucks pants, so... Bears, Beats, ah, Battlestar Galactica. (laughs) 
<laughs> you think that was a dummy? That, <laughs> that looked like me. The only time over I, the top rope. That's a disqualification. That looked like me when I was in a, a battle royal. <laughs> Not joking. All right. So it looks like we got an ad coming up. We'll be right back, folks. Welcome to the monster movie Stomp Down with me, Stomping, and my brother Frank. Hi, I'm Frank. Join us, Sludge, Mark, and Ruben, three times a month as we review monster movies from around the world. And don't forget about the monthly contest and Triple I. Not only that, Frank, but you will find extra content like the Underdogs, Monster Mash Wednesdays, and the Friday Night Fights, each week exclusively on our Facebook and Instagram. So, please join us at the Monster Movie Stop Down. Your one-stop chomp. For monster movie reviews, news, interview, trivia, laughs, and of course me, Stompy. And Frank. All right, so on marker 3432, my nephew, the Plastic Sheik Jr., Paxton Street. Three, two, one, go! Oh, look at that. It's like a church slash town hall slash living room <laughs> so yeah i was in a, a battle royal and i was supposed to run out before anybody really got in the ring towards me like i was going to jump out and put myself out but they ribbed me and uh, somebody told me on the way to the ring hey whatever he just said don't do that I, we've got to do something different i didn't know they were ribbing me and so i stood in the ring like waiting like and i'm like the first entrant in the battle royal and boom all of a sudden somebody's out there and they're like yeah, you're out of here and they chucked me out of the ring and i was like the the booker was like are you kidding me why didn't you jump out dude you know and i was like they told me not to <laughs> I think it's on YouTube somewhere. I'm going to find it. So. Oh, yeah. We have to find it. We need to do thought, along with that. Apparently, Jamie Dundee had to go to high school in one of those because he got his br- neck broke by Sid. <laughs> Has those neck braces ever actually done anything worth a damn? Besides be a Insurance gimmick? scams. <laughs> <laughs> Insurance scams. So, all right. So, up until this point, how many Hall of Famers can we count? Well, let's see. Piper. Two at least. Piper okay, and Captain Lou. Yeah, Captain Lou. Yeah. Piper and Captain Lou. Yeah. Hopefully one day, like, somebody like Barbarian will make it in, you know. Um, they might end up putting the whole Fatu family in, you know. <laughs> All 90 of them? Yeah, yeah. Let's not do this per year. <laughs> let's just do it all at once. Even the easier. future people, like Roman Reigns, your kids, and <laughs> Roman Reigns. The Rock's daughter that's in the Performance Center right now. Yeah, but I've heard at the Performance Center right now, it's 90 days, and if you don't show any progress, no matter where you're at, you're gone. That's like apparently Vince's new creed right now. So You think that applies <laughs> to the Rock's daughter, though? Ah, probably not. They're going to do their best for that. I love those videos where it's the guy that's roller skating to the car and he like falls and the drinks go everywhere and it's going around online. It's funny. I I think of the first vacation movie where they put the tray on the window and it just breaks the window. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah, look, no one is putting a bag of greasy ass fries on the dash of a Rolls Royce. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, you don't on. think, Dan? Come on, man. Why? Uh, it shows she doesn't care. It shows she's not. Um, she's not no, like oh, all the others. Look yeah. at that cup. This is A N W. Nice. Uh, A E W's here. <laughs> <laughs> That's your one, Dan. That's your one mention. No, I'm just kidding. <clears throat> You know what? Danhausen uh, got hired to work there too. I heard that Kenwood. Mm-hmm. Look at that. That's, uh, what do you think that Kenwood cost back in the day? Oh, that was a couple hundred bucks at least, right there. At least, because I know how my mine, how much mine cost. So. <laughs> Drop me at my place. All right. So the, okay. So that's right here. This is not acceptable in today's culture. You can't just be playing up like that. Come on now, Amber Hurt. I mean, uh, Dirk Benedict. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's kind of slick. Objection. Here's you know, <laughs> objection. You're, you're objecting yourself. Uh, yeah. I, um, did you see that I clip think, yet? Oh man. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah. Okay. yeah. I like, I, I think he's living at the two and a half men house too. <laughs> Nobody, nobody. Oh, yeah, it looks like it. The beach house. Yeah. <sighs> it could. Well, it was, yeah, it was a beach house. It could have been. Steven Taylor lives down the beach from him. Yeah, man, he's selling too. Look at him. He's selling. He sells better than some of the new people. Yeah, That's there true. you go. I had to be. I had to be an old grumpy uh, vet. Yeah. Oh man, here comes the SSD again. <laughs> comes those dicks again. Jeez. I asked earlier, but neither one of you heard me or answered at least. Would you rather fight these two guys or Haku? <laughs> those two guys. <sighs> I'd rather fight two Samoans than Haku. <laughs> I don't think you're going to come out very good either way. Yeah, I, but King I, Haku has hung people out the window of a high rise uh, hotel by their neck. <laughs> Yeah, I'm thinking who's going to kill you quicker is kind of where I'm at. Like, who's going to end it faster for you? You know? Yeah, I could make end it faster for you. That's just... <laughs> <laughs> that, that or he would just have more fun with you. Anybody watch Young Rock on Tuesday? My buddy Luke Hawks played Stone Cold on that. It was awesome. You know Luke I Hawks? Saw... That's awesome. I do know Luke Hawks, yeah. Yeah. I know. I, I mean, I don't know Luke Hawks, but I know who Luke Hawks is. Yeah, he's awesome. Played, he's really. Uh, f- who played Mankind in that? Mankind, not sure. All yeah. I know the names. The guy who plays Triple H is like an Australian wrestler, and Triple H or Stone Cold, of course, was Luke Hawks, and then of course Brooklyn Brawler was Colt Cabana. So. Yeah, that was cool. But Colt Cabana who was Colt. Colt Cabana Brooklyn was Brawler. Brooklyn Brawler. <laughs> Isn't that funny? That's brilliant. Yeah, I love. Vince that. still doesn't know who the hell he is. Exactly. Steve. Is that that Scotty Brooklyn Cabana guy? No, yeah, it's just like he automatically forgets who Steve Lombardi is once Colt plays him. That's yeah. funny. He sure as hell didn't know who Cabana was. Yeah, I know. Like, there's Prince, Jared. Prince, yeah. <laughs> It was like a dog ate a roast beef sandwich every day of its life. Yeah. 
Here comes his it wasn't Ferrari. Wasn't a very long life, was it? No, he yeah, he lived a good amount. Yeah. At, at least be, 10. At least 10 yeah. years old. Yeah. Which it is probably very, wasn't every day, but it was a lot. The dog ate like a roast beef sandwich like every day. Yeah. So listen, this is the band Kick, y'all. And I love this song. <laughs> the American Way. Yeah. And uh, kick ass. <laughs> mm. Let's spray paint on our own house stuff. The lead singer. The band space, man. Yeah, yeah. The lead yeah. singer looks like the dude from the California Dreams. <laughs> yeah, he's got. Oh, the, I was going to say the California Raisins. <laughs> he's got a Marty McFly vibe. The lead singer does. Yeah, I can see that. Oh, I never stop thinking. Day and night, night, they thinking of ways to make you guys famous. Harry, bottom line, do we have a gig? Don't. Well, and I. Well, of course you do. Always gotta have a Yoko around. Was she the drummer, right? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Top woman drummer of all time, Jimmy. Who can you give me one? Cindy Blackburn. I know you could give me one. Sheila Easton. Sheila E. Yeah. Sorry, I'm a big Prince guy. I mean, she's awesome. A night with Norton. Scott Norton's in this? <laughs> yeah. They're going in. All of these people have to arm wrestle Scott Norton. <laughs> <laughs> There's B author's sister. <laughs> Scott Flash Norton's in there waiting C, on him. Yeah. C Arthur. Come B. on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm going to figure out who his voice is. Somebody has to tell me this because he's like a. Is it like the. It's like a commercial, maybe. Like, Let me look him up. I'm going to look him up. He sounds like Mandark from uh, Dexter's Lab. I'm thinking even older than that, man. Well, it probably is, but. <laughs> I'm a douche. Yeah. Just a, just a politician. Uh-huh. Same thing. It doesn't matter what era. Right. Same thing. Yeah, I mean, he fits it perfectly. So let me tell you all a funny story while we've got a little bit of downtime right here. So there was a time that Barbarian took advantage of the free bar tab at the hotel every night. And so one night, it was like getting near end of filming. So he drank so much one night that he wouldn't leave the bar because it was free and the, the, the movie studio was paying for it and so the cops came and this kind of famous barb beat up some cops i don't know if y'all have ever heard of that i have um, heard that story yeah and basically he barbarian beat up some cops and he had to get his wife to come bail him out of jail and at the time she lived in charlotte they lived in they still live in charlotte actually down meow where i am and yeah, she had to come bail him out of the jail because he got into a fight. 
All right. You were talking cartoons with this guy. Yeah. He was in the Snorks. That's it. That's it. He was Junior Wetworth. Yeah, that's it. That is it. This next one's the one I know him from, though. He was Donatello in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's okay. I can hear Donatello now that I hear. Yep. (sighs) I want to say like SWAT cats. Uh, Oh, yeah. The Radical Squadron. Yeah. Never heard of that, but okay. What about, uh, did he, I wonder if he did like Baxter in any commercials or something like Baxter the cat or something. I don't know what I'm talking about. Like a tender vittles commercial or something. I don't know. Do you remember the Pac-Man cartoon? He was in that. Very little. Oh. I do love me some snorks though, y'all. Yeah, snorks is good. Let's oh, put the Smurfs oh, oh, under. You know what? At least Piper's still wearing the same Geary War like in modern WWE, you know, yeah. before. Uh, he never changed, did he? No, they're not going to. Yeah, they're he was not in, changing. He was, uh, he was Clamhead in Jabberjaw TV series. Okay, gotcha. Oh, yeah, I'm cold. Well, your lawyer called. Oh, was real mad. No. He said they had to get back all the money from last night. Yeah, well... The band kicks called. They weren't too happy either. Also. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I mean, there's more? Yeah. Who? Oh, no. I don't think- tell. <laughs> wonder if they ever called Tanya Roberts Tonga Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> From Evanston, Illinois, America's Heartland. Quick. Where'd they Rick, say he was from? Where did, where was Evans, he built from? Evanston, Illinois. Oh, no, he wasn't. I mean, that's a Saskatoon accent if I've ever heard one. <laughs> Quick, Rick. Chick Hearn. Yeah, Chick Hearn. That's a famous... Yeah. A great name too, right? Chick Hearn, y'all. <laughs> Axe and Hammer, the cannibals. Axe and Smash Demolition. <laughs> <laughs> He's got them on the chains. Perfect. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, all this works, right? The face paint and everything. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Look, I love some me some modern day wrestling, but man, this stuff is just too good. This is the, the best, chain right? Dollars and stuff. It's the best. You know, it's going to be a bad cup of coffee. Anybody milked you lately? <laughs> Classic Piper. Oh, ref bump. Yeah. That was a stiff clothesline there. Here come the chains. 
I've been told you have to be very careful to not just kill somebody with a chain, too. Well, that um, makes sense. Also, in Tennessee, everything is brass knuckles, even though I could have a chain. He's got brass knuckles. <laughs> well, it's Tennessee. I mean, you know. What are you going to do, right? Exactly, you know. Home of the Where's Tennessee the- stud. What's that? Where's the heel commentator there? They didn't have a heel commentator. Yeah. I like how on the top of the steps it says top. <laughs> Maybe it's those wooden jobs that separated from the ring and they. Yeah. Oh, got color. Tonga's got color. Oh, uh oh. Here, yeah, he's hanging him. This is uh, Shades of the. Dog collar match with Greg Valentine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did we just see? Uh, didn't we just see that over the top uh, rope spot on uh, WWE that day? Tope Suicido there, Excalibur. Mm-hmm. Man with a mask. <laughs> uh, what I think is funny is Meanie recently on a interview that I did with Meanie, he said that they used to do this gimmick that they would do the jump, the dives, and. Then one time on an ECW show, everybody moved and he did the Lambo leap and it was funny. Oh, that would hurt. Yeah, it would. Always loved the meanie. Oh, he's great. Meanie is just high class. I'm telling you. I didn't, I didn't even like, he was just kind of there to me. Um, I do. I always liked him. I, I call him the sons of Mick Foley. So like, you know, like Mick's considered like the nicest guy in pro wrestling. And like, if you, you, you think like Al Snow, Blue Meanie, you know, there's some other guys that are just like super nice. That guy looks wrecked. Like yeah. Harry, Harry Shear with a Harley race mustache. The weekend at <laughs> Bernie's or something? <laughs> Might be. What's that, a payphone? Yeah. What's that box over here? We were watching an older movie the other day with the kids, and we were like, hey, there's a payphone, kids. Do you know what that oh, is? Oh, man. <laughs> They're like, you got a pay for your phone? <laughs> he lost <laughs> his car again, the poor guy. He's injured and it's gotten repoed again and he fell on a dude with two broken arms. And there he goes. Oh of course. This is like that a, coming. What is this? That's an earnest moment right there. Ernest or like uh who is it? Jackass. Uh, Le- uh, what's that? Leslie the Nielsen. Hot sh- yeah, Leslie Nielsen. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, see, I was thinking Jackass. Well, yeah, they but they would actually be like a motor on it for Jackass. <laughs> That's true, yeah. At least he's close to the hospital. He's close to the hospital. Tonga Tom with the 1776 on. Roddy's 
got his COVID <laughs> mask on his chin. <laughs> his next interaction, nice. Oh man! <laughs> Look at them beds. Thank Tom. God for modern medicine. Yeah. Yeah. Just <laughs> <laughs> got her butt kicked. Yeah, this is normal. <laughs> I like that Piper has got a featured part on this, and so does Tonga Kid. Yeah, yeah. And you know, Tonga really never came back to the WWE after this. Um, he did. I think he was in UWF with the Herb uh, Herb Herb, De- uh, Herb uh, Was you going to say Herb Dean? Yeah, I was <laughs> UFC referee. <laughs> that Herb, guy. Uh, what was it, Herb? I was going to say Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass, so I'm not much better. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's here's Sad Harry. I love the cutoff sweatshirt. Yeah, that's my father-in-law. That's the Rodney Lester. I need to start rocking that outfit. That's good. Huh? <sighs> like Piper makes it look good, though. <laughs> yeah, he pulls it off. Yeah. Like Piper was never a body guy necessarily, but he was always. And this will sound real weird, but he was like he was always thick though. Like if you don't really pay attention, and then you see Piper next to just a regular dude, you're like. Yeah. Piper was not a small a small cat. He, <laughs> no. Uh, you know, I mean, in he, a way, kind of like Flair's body, really. I mean, like... Yeah, yeah. He's probably thicker than Flair, but I mean, like... Well, a big head, too. He was a little <laughs> gassed up, you know, against Hogan, but he came back after he did movies for a while. He came back and wrestled Bret Hart for that run as the intercontinental champion, he was pretty cut then. Like he, he looked pretty good then, you know, but he was pretty gassed up against Hogan. He wasn't really like cut. He was like power lifter kind of look. It's a crying shame that he never held the top belt. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. But you know what though? I always considered the IC strap more of the the workers' title it anyway. Was, was. But that's the thing is like Piper. Yeah, he could work obviously, but like he was such an entertainment guy that you would think that he would have had a, a chance of getting a top run, but he wasn't a big giant right. dude. So I guess it makes sense. Yeah. Do you think? Yeah. I mean, do you think that? If he had stuck around and stuck with it, and that if he had done everything the way Vince wanted him to, and everything like that, that they might have like let him take it off Hogan for like a four to five months, and then get it back no. to Hogan at the next big show. I don't know. You never know, man. I mean, Hogan acts like that. Piper kind of got got himself in a bad situation by not like wanting to work with Mister T and stuff like that. So. You missed out I, on a lot of money, brother. <laughs> I, I mean, that, so, I mean, does a lot of money mean the strap? No, but it could be. Yeah. I mean, 
from what Hogan has said, and not a lot of it is always the most truthful. Like he said, the Cincinnati Reds wanted to draft him. He said he was possibly, he auditioned for Metallica to replace Cliff Burton on the base. Like Hogan said some pretty out there crap. But, you know, like Macho Man was the Cincinnati Red. And, yes. uh, you know, I don't know that they ever, Metallica has gone on record as saying, no, that's not true. We never, we never tried out, you know. But I we think, would absolutely interview Hulk Hogan on this show anytime. Sure. Hulkster. Come on, man. All right. Who's that taking the bump there? Who was that? Oh, man. Ball headed McGee. Yeah. Is yeah, moon dog spot? No, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's not spotty. He had big old blonde hair with a big blonde beard, but oh, it, it looked like a moon dog junior kind of deal. Yeah. So maybe moon dog Rex or something. Uh, now this is like a knockoff. See, the thing is, is there's these are probably just L.A. enhancement talents, you know, or or Hollywood. Oh, California jobbers. Why is Piper not wearing blue trunks? I'm I'm so confused now. (laughs) Got an ad coming up here. Oh, here we go. Ad. Y'all stick with us. Come back on the other side. Are you a pro wrestling fan? Well, stop by Captain's Corner where you can get autographed photos, cards, magazines, and figures from all of your favorite wrestling superstars of the past, present, and future. You'll also be able to participate in live signings in the weeks and months to come. Make sure to stop by Captain's Corner on Facebook and give us a holler. Remember, cheers to the working man. If you're a pro wrestling fan, there's something for everyone at the Cheap Heat TV Podcast Network. From the Pro Wrestling Discussion Show, Cheap Heat TV Live, to the Interview Show, the Jackson Interaction Podcast with the king of all wrestling media, Gene Jackson, to the silliness of the Whitey Jenkins Show, and the brand new Zip, Xander's Irresistible Podcast with Charles Anders, you can check them all out and much more over at CheapHeatTVLive.com. All right, we're back. We're at marker 5831. Now for this countdown, my nephew, Ty. Three, two, one, go. Now this guy's got to be like a Andy Griffith show castmate somehow or something. You know what I'm saying? Elmo. Why is his face flat? Well, he's 2D, Dan. He's got the <laughs> flattest face I've ever seen. He's a 8-bit character. <laughs> Damn, gee whiz. Look at that fella right there. You know what? I lost my face in a tractor accident. It was real bad. Yeah. We've got the bull castrating party tomorrow night. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll just go to the county fair. But first, got to go to church and then county fair time. See, there's there's definitely some podunk places in California too. Come on now. Oh, look at my computer. You understand? That's kind of like the computer I'm using right now. 
<laughs> well, you made it happen. As long well, as it, yeah. it has uh, Skypes on it. So. The guy was in uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm taking my over this professor role. <laughs> my daddy used to say, get over here and give me a kiss. Yeah. Sister. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> so for movies, I am not the professor. I would never consider myself the professor. Yes, but would you consider, consider yourself some type of, I don't know, like overlord? Yeah. No, Dude, that I'm guy the is a character actor extreme. He has been in so much stuff. Really? I mean, he was in MASH, Dukes of Hazard, The Incredible Hulk, SWAT, um, The Rockford Files. Oh, that's good. <laughs> James Gardner. Yeah. I love that entrance music on The Rockford Files. He's a night rider. I mean, yeah. Then it. Done it, done it. Rock and wrestling. That's just one of your old fruit and firework stands. I'd like to have one of those uh, signs advertising it. Yeah, me too. That would be cool. I can tell why this movie was one of your favorites, man. If I would have seen this back then, yeah, I would have been all over this. Oh, totally, yeah. I'd have been all over this shit. Yeah, it's a no-brainer, right? I mean. It's up there with Raising Arizona for us. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. It is a good one. Awfully good cereal flakes, Miss McDonough. McDonough. Measures McDonough. Dad hated that movie, didn't he? Or hates it, Mom right? Mom and Dad both hate that movie. Like, I talked about it the other day around them, and they were like, y'all used to watch that movie all the time. I was like, it was great. It was funny. <laughs> it's hilarious, yeah. yeah. Look at them turnbuckles. That's quality. It's like an oversized LJN ring. <laughs> I've well, seen worse. I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> You've yeah. probably been in worse. Yeah, it's it's look, that's the uh lady from uh The Wedding Singer. Wedding singer, yeah. What's it really? That's awesome. Let's give it a little volume. <laughs> Probably messing with y'all if we're just a minute off it, or a second off. It sounds weird, but to any two local boys who think they can pin either Tonga Tom or Quick, that's what she said, Roberts. <laughs> Is Pee Wee Hutchins. Where are you, Pee Wee? Is he a milkman? Yeah. Here I am, Emo. 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 Is, like, is that the dude from uh, Animal House? We'll have to see. Let's see. And there's his buddy. Haystack, Haystack Calhoun. I mean. <laughs> yeah, all right. It's more like Flapjack Calhoun. <laughs> That's what you call country boy strong right there. That is absolutely 100% correct. To this date, some of the indie wrestlers on the circuit right now. <laughs> Both of them, actually. Yeah. <laughs> no, 
But the guy's not wearing kick pads. The skinny guy's not wearing kick pads. So only the big guy. I hate that guy to fall on me, man. I know, right? Yeah, but you know what? I absolutely love the live organ music during the match. Totally. I like it better than live announcing. Golly, that's a new thing in the indie shows that they're doing way too much of is live Ugh. announcers. It's like 30 people there. They think they got to have live announcers. <laughs> yeah. If you've got an indie show, quit doing live announcing, guys, or pay us to come do it. Yeah, pay us to come do it. That's right. When we start our own Fed. Hey, that's on the list. I promise. Give me back my pro wrestling alliance where we take uh, best two wrestlers from all kinds of promotions. And we have one big mega event at some kind of convention or something. There you go. It's just an idea. I've been knocking around. I like that idea. That's pretty good. You know, kind of like a miniature WWE or WWF, but not to like rip people off, but just to have a good show, you know. <laughs> it got stuck by us. If we're going to start a, uh, a, a federation our own, we'd probably have to put the belt on Matt Cardona because he's got like 12 belts right now. <laughs> At least. We'll talk about that when we when we make it happen. Oh, schoolboy. It ain't going to be no J-Brone, I tell you that. That's an awkward place for the cameraman to have to stand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good job, big fellow. Good job. It was like the boondock taints. <laughs> <laughs> good Lord. Boys, I swear. Yenja's killer. Elmo. Come on back when you can. You were talking about this guy like some kind of country bumpkin, but he was born in Ventura, California. Well, no, I'm just saying. That's what I'm saying, though. There's there's like hillbilly parts of every state, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a hillbilly. I can say it, but there's a hillbilly. <laughs> <Sure. laughs> the rock and wrestling movies. What this thing is, man. It is. Dude. So did they steal the name or did Vince steal the name? Well, mm-hmm. it was never like he trademarked it. You know, oh, he okay. didn't trademark. It. Well, I think well, it was they trademarked Hulk Hogan's rock and wrestling. There it but, is. Yeah. I don't think. I don't think they fell to pieces about stuff like that either back then. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Well, like there, the, did, uh, did anyone in rock and wrestling actually do their own voices? Or was it all voice actors in that cartoon? It was all voice actors. Yeah. Brad Garrett Dean was a voice actor. Yeah, I, mean, I know. Like, Brad Garrett as Hulk Hogan. I mean, Raymond's yeah. brother. <laughs> hey, Raymond brother. Yeah. So, like, I love that cartoon, and I feel like LJN really missed the boat on not making the characters look like like the cartoon, but the cartoon didn't last long enough, and 
it just sucked that it's not like wildly widely available, you know. I'm interested in this uh, rock and roll wrestling business you got here. Kisses or the Who's? Or how about the Beatles? <laughs> what's a Beatles? <laughs> He's like, well, what's a Beatles schmuck? <laughs> Yeah. Rolling Stone. Rolling Stone. Yeah. Wait, see, it, uh, it uh, really all began when I realized the crying need in this country for, uh, you know, good old-fashioned family entertainment. You just don't have a name like Herb anymore, do you? Nobody. Nobody well, is naming kids. Yeah. Seven-Eleven. That duster there, look at that. It's like a sweater duster or something, <laughs> or like a um, a sweater. No, it's. I was thinking it was like that, but it's almost like um, it's made tweed? of like tweed. Yeah, yeah. Herb Abrams. I came up with that guy's name. Herb Abrams. Good job. There you go. There's another Had point. Think about it forever. The drummer has to play in that. Like Pentecostal skirt, too. <laughs> Dude, classic 80s wrestlers walking around with no shirt on, basically, open yeah. shirts and stuff. I thought that was slick, but that's Tonga Tom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I thought we were going to see Akeem there for a second. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Question is, can the two of you take the cannibals? Those guys have had the belts for five long years. The captain ain't going to give us a shot at it, especially if he knows we're prepared. Oh, hey, guys, trust me. And now, here's Vic. <laughs> they, they just don't. They, they just don't do five year title runs anymore, do they? <laughs> Not tag title runs for sure. <laughs> Roman Reigns is going to have one probably. Yeah, I think Roman Reigns is about to crack that number. The Usos yeah. might with him, you know. But that's funny. Can you imagine a Bruno run? Oh wow. <laughs> I just don't know if uh, I don't know every every like off the record everybody that we talk with sometimes on on the Wolfie show like keeps saying that Roman Reigns is going to be leaving in like five years and he's going to Hollywood. You need balls, big ones. <laughs> Smyrak. Colleagues. Uh, Chuck Riley. 
Those glasses are excellent. I had a guy that worked at my record store that wore glasses like that. I was like, did you get that from the Charles Nelson Riley winter collection? <laughs> or the Harry Carey collection? Yeah. Uh, they're definitely the Harry Carries. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, hey, check out the kids in wedding dress. <laughs> and a sombrero. <laughs> Oh man! Oh yeah! Uh, there goes Gildor. Yeah, poor little Gildor. Oh. Speaking of Gildor action figure, uh, um, I don't know. Probably you're the action figure guy. Yeah, I know that's what I was like. Uh, maybe I should be answering this question. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Luigi. Let's get Bowser. Settle down, Mario. Yeah. Shout out to... Did they, they do make a Gwildor action figure? It's yeah. a newer action figure. It's like a Masters of the Universe classics. Gotcha. Does he have the cosmic key with him? He does have the cosmic key with him. You know it. You would have to. Maybe there's another one, too. There looks like there's another one. Shout, you know, as Captain Lou was on the screen, I want to give a shout out to my buddy and member of the Give Me Back My Pro Wrestling Facebook group, Curtis Cole who is the biggest Captain Lou fan I know. Legit. Shout out, Curtis. We're giving you a shout out here. Hi, Curtis. What's up, Curtis? (laughs) He said hi back. I'm just kidding. Oh, you probably did. I'd like (laughs) to think that he was like driving the car and he's listening to this. He's like, oh, hey, guys. Oh, you can't hear me. Some podcast I listen to, I want to be like, you idiots, you said the wrong thing. But looks like we got an ad coming up here. So oh, we'll no. be right back. Hey, this is the one man gold mine, the one man enterprise of professional wrestling and all entertainment, Flynn Hendricks. And you better believe when I'm looking for a good podcast to listen to, I go to my own. I go to the I Know You Hear Me podcast hosted by me, Glenn Hendricks. That is such a fresh perspective for how you should look at life, too. Like, I just, I love that. And then when I'm feeling spooky, I go to my other podcast, Tales from the Haunt, where myself, I want my head shoved inside a 15-pound silicone mask more. You know, I want to have a bucket of sweat coming off me at the end of the night. And just Jeff. Dogs don't like eggs, Glenn. (laughs) I hate you so much. talk to other scare actors about what it takes to get into the world of scare acting. So if you're curious about how people became professional wrestlers, actors, prioritized their mental health, became entrepreneurs, avoided burnout, or got into scare acting, you need to go check out I Know You Hear Me and Tales from the Haunt. Available on all podcasting platforms. And I know you hear me. (laughs) 
We are back with Body Slam in the last legs here at 114.12. Now for this countdown, my nephew, Tucker. Three, two, one, go. Oh, this is the dirty dancing scenery. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, pretty much. Whoa, hey now, whoa, hey, settle down there, face. Yeah. Wonder if face ever got with hot lips. <laughs> whoa, diamond, whoa, settle down. I mean, there are bucks. Bucks. are they old bucks or are they young bucks? It's they're probably old by now. So. Oh, okay. Right. I was just trying to name drop in there. <laughs> Eventually, maybe one of these people, the name will pop up on one of their socials and they will see it and they will want to talk to us. Somebody said cause something funny. It's like, why are the young bucks dressing like old retirees? retirees that live in Tampa. <laughs> and I'm like, it's yeah. a great gimmick though. I mean, they're California kids and they, you know, what are you going to do? It's comes hot. In Captain, comes Captain Lou, uh, Corilla DeVille there. Now that's a sweet jacket too. Yeah. 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 I'd love to have that one. We should get silk ring jackets. Well, 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 well. Now, what could possibly bring you out here tonight? What do you think, Swedek? This is. Oh, if I call you Harry. Oh, I don't know. I've kind of gotten used to Smyrak. Oh. Okay. No more Mr. Nice It looks like they have a generator or something in the back of that brat. That's the USWA World Wrestling Tag Team Championships. Speaking of quick. Look at the Lou Morano. I know. Isn't that funny? Why would they just not go with Captain Lou Alabama? I would love to have that back there. Yeah, all right. The standee. Mm. Man, oh man, would I love to have that. Well, Smilex dead. We know that, at least, from that interview. Yeah. I have a Dusty Rhodes standee where he's, like, standing with all the male yellow cans that have the wrestlers on them. I don't know. He better not have it. It's upstairs. I I was going to say, he's like, let's throw that away. That looks like Jimmy's. Let's throw that away. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, Kim's not a Japanese young Chinese. Yeah, and Kim's not a Japanese name. Mm. 
We're learning all kinds of stuff here. See the generator or something? Oh, it's a Jaws of Life. Oh, my. Well, the generator is connected to the Jaws of Life. That's like a dreadnought tool right there. Yeah. (laughs) Ripper. Ripper. Old school Jaws. Yeah. I want one of them headsets to do this podcast with. One of them. They don't sound old school ones. Oh, Freddie Blassie, Ric Flair, Bruno. So yeah, how many? How many we count here? So there's there's the man, the nature boy. There's there's number three. Is that woman? Yeah. It is. And then there's Freddie Blassie. There's number four. Ah, Yeah, pencil neck geek. I love Blassie. He's great. He's great. Andy Kaufman has a thing. My my breakfast with Blassie. You you guys should check that out. Is that Jeff Jarrett behind behind beside him? She cadding on. There's Bruno. There's five. Bruno looks good there. Yeah. <laughs> Walking on the table. I know, little fella. Yeah, hey, I just I, you know the if you could find one that sounds good. I know some people that use those for podcasts, and I'm not too crazy about the sound of. They don't have a rich tone. They kind of have like a tinny sound to them. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Here he comes. Let's hear this. I gotta play this. Yeah, Rick's like, yeah, baby. You can't be first, but you can be next. Anyway, that's pretty good. There's, I, it does look like that dude from Animal House, but I don't think it is. No, probably not. They couldn't that's afford him. It don't matter. Elmo's there, and that's all that matters. Flair's probably like Space Mountain just down the road, or yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got a line of people waiting to ride Space Mountain. Oh, they got matching gear. Oh, Piper still got his blue <laughs> knee pads on, though. You know, Piper was, I've heard, one of the more frugal wrestlers. Not like Owen or Mick Foley, but. Or Randy Savage. <laughs> The one thing I heard about Mick Foley one time is from one of those WWE shorts or whatever like that is like they said he came to the locker room in like his 
sweatpants he wrestled in, like rolled them down, got in the shower, then came back out and just rolled them back up. Just yeah. Didn't even use a towel. <laughs> oh, man. What are they going to do to this poor rock and roll band? <laughs> Your guitars need tuning. This is how me do it. Oh, good job. That guy was Jerry. never as cool as he was in this movie. I know, right? Is Sheik adding on in the Hall of Fame? I don't. Mm. I love that the, the heel managers are cheering him. Who's yeah. the guy besides Sheik adding on? Um, the blonde guy. Freddie Blassie? Or are you talking about know. the guy that looks like Jeff Jarrett? <laughs> Yeah, the young Barry Wyndham looking guy. Yeah. I don't think that's Barry, but if it is no, Barry, that's Barry. for sure. No, I know. I'm just saying. So here's the deal. A little story about this scene here. Basically, during the final match, the crowd started to boo because basically they could see through the the match. So they thought it was too fake. So Piper and Barbarian decided to work a shoot up, okay? So much so that even fooled Hal Needham, and who actually went in and tried to break it up. And, like, Piper had to, like, get rid of him to not mess everything up. But basically, he had, and that won the crowd back. So we'll have to see if this shows up, but long story short pretty funny i mean we were giving credit to a lot of people earlier but the uh the barbarian uh legit tough guy as well um oh yeah oh yeah all the stories sure. i heard i mean he could he might not have been haku but he was yeah but he was probably stronger than haku you know what i'm saying like haku was probably vicious i don't know no need to Now, is that the Sheik that the AWA Rimco Sheik? Yes. That's like worth Adnan. so much money. That, 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 she, yeah, Sheik Adnan and Al Casey. So he came out with Sergeant Slaughter. And, you know, there was another Sheik during the time, which is Skandar Akbar, which is one of my right. favorite managers of all time. And I, I stole a lot of his stuff back when I did the Omar character. But he... This is Sheik, and he was an AWA, and he's actually a, a legitimate Iraqi. He was a childhood friend of Saddam Hussein. Huh. Wow. Yeah. wow. But less of a dick. Yeah, <laughs> that too. Get in there, Piper. Oh, Bruno's uh, like, I tell you this, man. Who is doing this stuff, man? I tell you this, man. <laughs> can hear you calling it in ring. Oh, there's a high spot. Yeah. Cross body. The ref had an impressive jump there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, old school ref work. Yeah. 
Adnan's loving it. So I got that seven Hall of Famer number from IMDb, and I think they're wrong, unless Adnan is, and I'm not 100% on that. I, I don't think that he is. I almost feel like they're counting maybe the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame or something, but which then Barbarian and T. Joe Khan and probably everybody's in that, you know. Look at Piper go. Yeah. He already poked him in the eyes. That was one of the Piper uh, classic classic Siggies. Yeah. I love that dude. (laughs) Adnan uh, wrestled Andre the Giant in 1971 in Baghdad. Oh, wow. What's the Dom Hussein? In his corner? Well, well, tag partner. Hey, come here. I will kill you and then Hitler next. <laughs> and he beat. And he beat. Uh, I think he beat Andre. Yeah, he defeated Andre. Andre would not be able to leave country. Yeah. I can't find that the. Uh, Sheik is he is not in the Hall of Fame. So Adnan is not. Yeah, and I doubt Barry Windham Jr. there to the side was either. Unless that was Jeff Jarrett. (laughs) Yeah. You can't double pin like that. That's an illegal pin. I know. There's no way they're the champs. And the traditional wrestling rule book, that is clearly not correct. So here, let's. The match would have been over when when he threw him over the top ropes because that was always a a DQ. Classic 80s movie ending here. And that, my friends, is Body Slam. Bravo. All right, folks. That was Body Slam. Jimmy, how excited are you that we got to do Body Slam? First of all, it was a feat. Y'all don't understand what we went through to make this happen. I mean, Dan's down an electronic device right now. I mean, (laughs) yeah. We did a lot for this, so we just want you all to know how much we we did for this. Jared quit his job. He sold the pharmacy, and no, I'm just kidding. But we literally went through a lot to make this happen, so you guys, we hope you love it. Um, but, yeah, I'm stoked, man. I'm so happy. Like I said, this, this movie, I've been begging the, the movie podcast people to do this movie, and I'm like, you know what? I've got a wrestling podcast. Let's just do it on that one because we're going to treat it with the most respect, right? Come on. We're not going right, to, right. you know. So uh, let me ask you all this. If you were to rate it, you know, you don't have to be Siskel and Eber. But what would you rate this movie? Uh, you know, like a number one to ten. Well, I'm uh, still waiting on the end credit scene. So, uh, oh, you're waiting for the Marvel <laughs> end credit scene. <laughs> <laughs> quick, quick, will return in. Yeah, quick. quick Doctor Strange in the madness. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, all right, Jared, what do you what do you think, Bud? You I mean, you grew up with this movie, you, though, right? 
you you want to start? I, I mean, I've seen the movie before, so um, I mean, if you're looking for like a, I don't know. I mean, for the nostalgia factor, for the wrestling factor, for you know the childhood memories factor, it's probably a five star. Uh, probably probably going to be a three star for rating it as an overall movie. I mean, I mean, you you don't. I'm not going in expecting this to win the best movie ever, like the Highlander or anything like that. But, uh, so out of 10, you're giving it five. Oh, I thought, th- Oh, I thought you we wanted to five. Okay. Yeah. I see what you're doing there. <laughs> Dave Meltzer. Okay. We'll do fives. That's fine. Do uh, five. You Dan, it's your first uh, time seeing that. My first time seeing it. So a, it's a, it felt like an eighties movie for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. felt like an eighties movie. Um, the fact that I love Piper's, I love Piper a lot. So to see that he was in this was great because, well, Piper can act. And, you yeah. know, out of the movies that he did, uh, this is oof, maybe the only one I hadn't seen at that point. So um, I thought it was good. Benedict was, was good in it. Uh Captain Lou uh, Moscato or whatever the hell they called him in this one. He was, uh, he was, you know, I enjoyed that. I, you know what, if we're going out of five, I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give it a three and a half to a four. Uh, you know, it it was, it was dated obviously. Yeah. But again, you know, I'm going to give it a four, a a solid four because Billy Barty, uh, C Nelson Riley, um, you know, Dirk Benedict, and then all of the other people I look at, and I go, Oh, yeah, that guy was in this. And Oh, that guy was in that, you know, it was just, it was like an old eighties hug. Right. Yeah. It, it was pretty cool. And I, I, I also, uh, like to see, uh, uh, wrestlers with dog chains on still. So that was kind of, yeah. And paint and, and a Mohawk. Yeah. So I'm going to give it a 4.75. <laughs> I'm going as close to five. So like to me, five means there's no room for improvement. So like your good mm-hmm. fellas, your Raiders of the Lost Ark, your backdraft. Uh, okay. If you think backdraft is a, the best ever, then I'm going with it. Backdraft. So I've seen backdraft, but I, again, we'll go so with the word on, on the best ever movie scale. I don't know. No, 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 no. I'm just saying I'm not leaving. I'm not making it the best ever movie scale. So what I'm saying is, is like those movies are fives. If we're doing a scale of five and everything about this is just nostalgia, love, eighties, uh, wrestling, rock and roll faced from the A team. So yeah, 4.75 and it's okay. I'll, I'll, you know, if I'm looking at this and thinking out loud, which I am, mm-hmm. then I understand your love for this movie based on a childhood nostalgic love. Yeah. And you also got to live it. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, yeah. You, I you mean, were in, you were in rock bands. Right. And you were a professional wrestling manager. Yeah. So yeah, yeah you, yeah, you kind of lived this movie. I mean, <laughs> I, I, you know, one of my favorite movies, Backdraft. I got to be a firefighter. So there you go. For a few years. So, uh, Jared, what movie about pharmacists did you like as a kid? Uh, uh, Young Doctors in Love. Movies. I don't know where. Blow. Uh, uh, 
Patch kind of, Adams. We're kind of short on pharmacist movies. Uh, uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Reba, Reba McIntyre's show, her ex-husband was a pharmacist. Does that count as anything? I don't know. Uh, close enough. Uh, we'll with that. <laughs> hey, hey, if Dolly, uh, Dolly Parton can be in the Rock and Roll Hall, then yeah, that's fine. Well, you know. But she declined, yeah. though. No, yeah. no, no. She accepted. Oh, did she accept? Finally? Yeah, she did. Yeah, she's she's in there. She's she's set. Her and Eminem yeah, yeah. got uh, included this year. Well, that's awesome. Good for her. So back to wrestling. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, yeah, thank y'all for doing this with me. Like I said, listeners, we hope y'all enjoy. We're running, we're running high on time right now. But again, it's on Tubi. If you haven't seen this movie, please go watch it. You know, put a put us in an earbud and and let the other ear be open and the volume, you know, high enough. I did. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but anyway. I'm going to go ahead and thank some people, you know, as always, you're welcome. Thank our podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you guys. Thank our podcast network. Give me back my podcast network. Give me back my action movies. Give me back my horror movies. Good beer, bad movie night, monster movie stomp down. I know you hear me and the tales from the haunt. Don't forget the brand new show and first episode of the Frank and stompy show. Yes. Came out last week. As a matter of fact. Yes. If you have not seen that, couple weeks ago when you hear this yes that's that stompy uh, guy I, I i relate to that guy it sounds like you would <laughs> yeah yeah he's, he's a pretty good dude i like that yeah guy. yeah so go ahead and check those out give me back my podcast network facebook page give us a like on gmbmpw on facebook twitter instagram also doing big things on YouTube right now to look us up as give me back my pro wrestling. We currently are running some really cool videos. Thanks to our very own, the plastic chic who has invented a new method for us to get more listeners on the show and more eyes on the prize, you know? Yeah. So he thinks he's Scorsese now. Yeah. Scorsese <laughs> of the 30 second video. I love exactly. it. Hey, also well, you know. a quick shout out to captain's corner. Yes, of course. If you guys want any type of virtual wrestling, I guess, uh, memorabilia yeah. uh, signed out, check out their stuff. He, the captain's corner, they've always got someone new coming on there. It seems like every week or two or so they have a, a huge, would you say a plethora? A plethora of guests on there. Get yes. with them. Um, this is a plug, obviously, for him. But I actually purchased something from him a, a little while ago for a friend of mine. Came in. Nice. Beautiful. Everything was great with it. So uh, yeah. definitely give them a look if you're looking for any type of autograph memorabilia. Yeah, yeah. Nick does big things. Also, Gene and the gang at the Cheap Eat TV Podcast Network doing cool things. They just did a whole new revamp of their show. Looks awesome. Looks like, you know, they're making segments and all these cool things. So really, you know, lots to listen to. We just appreciate when y'all listen to us. I'm always James Rock Street at Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. So you can find me on there. Warforged Dan on Instagram. Yeah, for today. Pretty soon, the plastic chic on something, but look for that. I, I want to make a new thing on Instagram called Sheik's Purchase of the Week. Just thinking. Well, I'm sure his wife will love that. My wife will well, love that. Yeah. We can kayfabe that, guys. Come on. <laughs> hey, actually, you know, Sheik, why don't you go ahead and get on the old, uh, get on, uh, what, uh, what's the one uh, where all the, the, uh, the TikTok, get on the TikTok. 
Sure. Well, that, yeah, I'll get on TikTok with, a YouTube, with our YouTube shorts, merge them over there. So. There you go. See, that? See, I'm so hip to the new technology. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we'll figure that out, guys. But thank you all for listening. Enjoy Body Slam. Next show, you'll see something new from us. We don't know what it is. No, we have no idea. Uh, but I would like to, before we get off here real quick, um, I would like to, to send out a personal thanks to everyone listening because uh, we have now multiple times uh, scored in the top podcast in our category on iTunes uh, yes. multiple times now. So thank you, everyone, for listening. And, um, you know, it, it's it's a real good boost to know that people are listening to this and enjoying it. You know, I mean, I can just talk to hear myself talk, but to know that you guys are actually listening to it and enjoying it. Thank you so much. Yeah. The top 200 man out of thousands of wrestling podcasts is pretty, uh, pretty humbling for sure. Coming for you, Cornette. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Cornette by Jax. We'll get you buddy. Well, anyway. Yeah. All right. For myself, plain old yogurt, the plastic chic, Jared, and of course the professor, Jimmy bad street. Thanks for listening. We will see you in two weeks. Fight forever with a tear in my eye. This is the greatest moment in my life. This has been a James Rock Street production.